cliffcentral.com. All right. Let us turn our attention now to what you should be doing with your money. And uh, the reason we do that is because we've been walking a journey with Revix virtually from the get-go. And we're going to speak to Sean Sanders, who everybody loves to hear from, and uh, talk to him about some of the things that are going on in the news at the moment and what we should be uh, aware of in terms of investments. So here he is, the CEO of Revix.com, Sean Sanders. How's it, Sean? What an intro. Morning, guys. How are you doing? You deserve a good intro. So let's talk to you about things that have happened, because obviously last week we touched on this very briefly, but 2022 was a terrible year for crypto. A lot of people just cut their losses and dropped out, right? What has changed since then? Let's look at, you know, you always tell us, Sean, look at the long term, but what is happening overall in the crypto space since 2022's dismal, dismal year? Yeah, so 2022 is the year that you want to forget in the crypto space. Uh, the market pulled back roughly around 74%. Uh, and we started this year and the crypto market actually has picked up steam. So a lot of people don't know this because crypto hasn't been something that's really spoken about. But I mean, the entire market's up roughly around 45% year to date. Wow. Our top 10 bundle, wow. which is, yeah, where you get exposure to the top 10 largest cryptocurrencies, that's up 49% since the start of the year. So, you know, five months and 24 days, uh, that's not a bad start to the year. I mean, Bitcoin's up 64% year to date. Uh, Ethereum's up about 54%. So it's not been a, a bad year. And also just an interesting stat is that 69% of all of Bitcoin's supply at the moment, which is roughly around 13.2 million Bitcoin, have not moved in the last 12 months. So this is the highest it's ever been. And what this really means is that you've got investors, crypto investors, that are taking hmm. a buy and hold approach in the crypto space. So traditionally, this was an asset class where people traded the entire time. So it, it's just really interesting to see sort of this asset class mature uh, in the way that it has. And I think what's really changed, though, in the crypto space is that you've had new regulations get introduced pretty much around the globe. Uh, FTX, which is sort of like saying Voldemort in the crypto space, um, but that whole saga <laughs> that happened at the end of 2022 has brought about better regulations better oversight from banks, and then clearly more savvy crypto investors. So overall, just a really positive development in the crypto space. That's very, very important to take stock of because I do think people also, they have this idea in their heads and then they don't look at the at the ongoing changes. And there are constant changes um, that are happening in the world of crypto. So let's look at what you're most excited about and, and cast your mind forward a little bit. Let us into your uh, predictions around what you think is going to happen, what you're most excited about going forward in, in 2023? Yes, I suppose really two areas. You've got, I think, stable coins. We spoke about this on last week's episode, but the mm -hmm. ability to move currency or value via the crypto network, but using traditional currencies is really exciting. Um, if you look at just the cost of remitting funds in Africa, I mean, last year, the average cost of doing that was around 8%. I mean, 8% of the value that you are transferring one, from one country to another is incredibly high, right? And then if you look at swiping your debit or credit card or paying for something using SnapScan or Zapper, I mean, you're paying 2 to 4.5% every single time. Now, you're not necessarily paying for this. The merchant's paying for this, but the merchant's passing that cost onto you. So, you know, my thesis really early on, I'm talking now when I first sort of got into the workplace, right, more than 12 years ago, I was thinking, okay, well, this whole entire payment craze where you've got, you know, these big payment firms, the likes of PayPal and all the rest, like they're existing for a short period of time and you're going to have the cost of uh, payments really drive down. And that hasn't happened at the speed that I really assumed. 
Um, but I think right. we are sort of at the, precip- the precipice of this now where there will be a big change. So, you know, if you had to use something like USDT, uh, the largest stablecoin tether, you can actually send value from, say, your Revix account to another African country or, you know, somebody, uh, somebody based in Australia, New Zealand, you name it. And you can do that at, you know, very low cost, $1, $2. So that significantly reduces the cost. So stable coins is exciting. And then a slightly more complicated subject. We have spoken about this in the podcast before as well is the web three infrastructure. So if you think about cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Cardano, Polkadot, Solana. I mean, what these cryptocurrencies are ultimately trying to do is to create sort of an operating system where you can build applications on top of this operating system. So this blockchain sort of OS and these apps can ultimately get adoption. So you can imagine sort of a web three version of the likes of Facebook or YouTube. And as these applications get adoption, the underlying infrastructure kind of like a motorway gets more busy and that causes these cryptocurrencies to increase in value. And if stable coins have to increase or the, the use of stable coins increases over time, you would then have these stable coins sort of sitting on these infrastructure sort of plays. So, you know, when you send uh, USDT uh, over the Ethereum network, you wouldn't even think, hey, listen, I'm using the Ethereum network to do this, but you are. And the Ethereum network then lands up getting a bit more busy. So we've got a bundle for this. We've got the smart contract bundle that we offer to our users. And that's really an infrastructure play. So if you believe blockchain technology, oh. Web3, NFTs is really going to grow, you know, that's what we, we offer through that smart contract bundle. Um, but that's really exciting to me at the moment. All right. So the, the, the obvious question that everybody has every week, can we get some, you know, pretty bizarre questions from people, but it seems the majority of them want to know when is the perfect time to invest? Um, you know, we, we spoke to Anthea Gardner the other day about general investments and kind of where people are putting their money and, you know, should we be in gold? Should we be in stocks? Should we be here? How's this performing? How's that performing? There is no perfect time, right, Sean? I mean, it's time in the market rather than timing the market. Um, what do you, what do you think of that? What do you think of people who are sitting around? They're looking at, all of the things that are going on, what they have to spend money on. Uh, and, and they're going, well, I really don't know what to do with this extra 500 bucks that I've just found in my jacket pocket. Where should I put it? Is this a good time to invest in crypto? I believe so. And I'll say that again, this is not financial advice, but crypto is a fantastic diversifier. So there's sort of three reasons why I would look at crypto as an asset class. And also just before I go down this uh, sort of path. Also say crypto is a part of your portfolio. It shouldn't be your entire investment portfolio. And if right. you have 500 rand left over at the end of the month, you should feel good by making a decision to defer some sort of a purchase. So saving rather uh, or saving or investing rather than going and spending that money. I mean, we live in this consumption driven world where we want to buy the latest mm-hmm. things. We feel happier when we buy things rather than we save uh, one of our big uh, missions really at Revix is to try change that. We want to make people feel really good about saving and building this investment portfolio because what really sucks is when you don't have money and you need to take out loans from the banks or friends, you name it. And, you know, that's a position that you want to sort of avoid. So crypto mm-hmm. is a great portfolio diversifier. That's sort of one of the, the first reasons why I would look at crypto. And again, you can get started with a small amount. With Revix, you can get started with about 150 Rand and you can start building a crypto portfolio over time. The sweet spot would be roughly around 1% to 5% of your entire investment portfolio up to maybe a maximum of 10%, uh, if you're a little bit more aggressive, <laughs> should be in the crypto space. So this is just a small portion of your overall portfolio. Right. 
I mean, that's an interesting statistic. So you're saying between one and five percent, but if you're feeling really, um, you know, if you're if you're if you're not risk averse, then maybe you should go up to about ten, but no more than that. And and diversify, diversification is the big word in all kinds of investing, right? You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket, as the old saying goes. That's exactly it. And I, I think it always takes somebody getting absolutely wrecked with a single investment, right? And that, that a single investment could be your home, right? If that if your home value mm-hmm. hasn't increased in 20 years or 30 years, like for a lot of South Africans, you know, that's, that's bad. That's really, uh, it really impacts your long-term wealth creation opportunities. So having this diversified portfolio is really important. I think the second reason I'd look at crypto is that uh, blockchain-based applications, so like a Bitcoin, like an Ethereum, like a Cardano, all these different cryptocurrencies, they are software. And if you look at how these programs develop over time, it's no different to the programs that we have sort of got to know in the mainstream, right? The likes of a Windows operating system. So they're constantly being improved. They're constantly being refined. Right. So the fact that sending crypto right now isn't the best user experience, I mean, I think this is just part of the journey. It's going to improve over time. It will become more mainstream. And there's still a lot that's going to happen in the space. And then maybe the third reason, and it's probably the most important reason for me, is that if you look at the brain drain that has happened from the traditional financial space, from software development firms into the Web3 and crypto space. I mean, even during this really uh, bearish market that we've been in, this this uh, FTX gloom that we've had for the last, say, 12 months, right. I mean, you've still had a lot of smart people enter the space. And there's probably more asymmetric return potential in the crypto space than any other asset class. So what I mean by that is if you invest in crypto, the maximum that you can lose is what you put in. The maximum you can lose is 100%. But if this asset class continues to get mainstream adoption and grow in the way that we expect it to, you can make many multiples of your investment. Um, and, and asymmetric returns is really just a fancy way of saying that. So you know that's one of the last areas that I'd look at and go, mm, maybe you know small allocation to crypto, there, there's the upside opportunity that compensates you for the risk. All right. There's always a, uh, an unrelated question. Uh, Hermine wants to know, God damn it, we need an episode on Sean's skincare routine. So um, obviously people <laughs> very impressed with that. Uh, anything, any, I mean, you're not, you're not doing financial advice, but maybe you want to give us skincare routine advice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at my camera. I'm like, is there a filter or anything? No, I wish there was. I love your, your viewers, Gareth, uh, or the listeners. They compliment me left, right, and center. Yeah, Sean's skin routine is going to go very red all of a sudden. My word. Wow. They, they, don't, uh, they don't compliment me and Ryan and Mash. So it's just you this morning, no. Sean. All, <laughs> all right. Thanks, dude. Nice to see you. And uh, we will catch up with you in a couple of days' time. Brilliant. Guys, have a good week. Uh, later. There he is, Bye. Sean Saunders. And Revix.com. You can find out more by going into Revix on social media. You can check them out there. You can actually speak to someone there. If you're not sure what you, you want to invest in, you can go and look. They've got plenty of research on the site as well. So you can see all the latest articles on various kinds of crypto investment, and they allow you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. Go to Revix.com the smart way to invest in crypto. Cliffcentral.com